Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells. Okay, so not the episode I promised. Scheduling is still messing me up right now. So here's the deal. After I get back from my trip to Europe, that's when the shows will start being better, start putting it on video, I'll edit them better, I'll produce them better. For right now, I'm just trying to get through until after my Europe trip. Uh, Next week's episode, I will do a mock draft since that will be the last episode you will get before because I will not be recording uh, while I'm in Europe for obvious reasons. But yeah, I want to get better. Slowly but surely, I almost have a normal schedule back. I technically do have a normal schedule back, but things are still weird. But either way, just me this episode, uh, and going to be another quick one. We'll go over the news from the last week since we last talked. And yeah, I guess let's just get straight into it and start off with big contract extension news. Jeffrey Simmons of the Tennessee Titans signed a four-year, $94 million extension. Comes out to $23.5 million a year. He is worth every bit of that. He is one of the premier defensive tackles in this league. Uh, I think if you were to tier the defensive tackles, it would be Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, Jeffrey Simmons, and Quinnen Williams in one tier. I think that next tier up, you'd get guys uh, like Christian Wilkins, DeForest Buckner, Cam Hayward, Deron Payne, uh, guys at that level. $23.5 million is a ton for a defensive tackle. But, I mean, Jeffrey Simmons is far and away the best player on that Titans defense. Someone they needed to retain, and they did that. Um, This only makes the contracts go up for guys like Quinnen Williams and Christian Wilkins, who are still looking for new contracts. Uh, As a Dolphins fan, I wish we would have gotten the Wilkins contract done earlier, because we probably could have got it at a bit of a lower number. Uh, But this is about Jeffrey Simmons. Deserves every bit of that. Happy for him. Happy he gets to stay in Tennessee, even though they are going through a little bit of a retool right now. Should be a rebuild. I guess we'll see next season. But yeah, Jeffrey Simmons, four-year, $94 million deal. Fantastic. Next bit of news on the agenda. The Ravens finally get their wide receiver one. And this isn't a joke like last week where I say they signed Nelson Aguilar. OBJ is a Raven. They gave him so much money for a guy that hasn't played football in a year and a half. He got a one-year deal, $15 million guaranteed, could go up to $18 million with incentives. That is insane, but obviously the Ravens are desperate to give Lamar a true number one. Now, is OBJ a true number one? I don't think so, but... When you look at that offense now, uh, Mark Andrews is still going to be the number one target on that offense. Uh, OBJ, you got Bateman, Devin DuVernay. They did sign Nelson Aguilar. It's not bad. It is way better than they've had recently. 
Uh, and it looks like OBJ signed there knowing that Lamar was going to be the QB. Uh, obviously, that contract still hasn't come out, but the Ravens are hopeful that he will remain a Raven. I think Lamar does want, want to stay in Baltimore as well. But, yeah, this is a team. They get Lamar back. I do like J.K. Dobbins. They always have a good run game. The offensive line is solid. And, yeah, these weapons, when I just named them, Andrews, OBJ, Bateman, DuVernay, uh, Isaiah Likely, they have guys. They have guys, and this is a very good defense already. This is a Ravens team that is ready to contend still. It's a tough AFC. It's a very tough AFC, especially if Lamar stays in Baltimore, but it looks like they finally got a surefire target that he can throw to. Next up, uh, we have a trade. Former third overall pick Jeff Akuda has been traded to the Falcons for a fifth round pick. Uh, this came as a bit of a shock today. Uh, I didn't expect the Lions to move Akuda. I don't really get why they made the move. Uh, Jeff Akuda had a solid season, and I mean, when he was coming out of college, he was touted as the next elite corner in this league, and two years, or his first two years being injured, last year he was pretty solid, but... Uh, he gets a new chance now in Atlanta to be the corner number two next to A.J. Terrell. If Akuda hits, I mean, I don't think he's ever going to hit his ceiling that we all thought he had pre-draft. But if he hits a fraction of that and Terrell and Akuda as their two corners, that's a very good, very good corner tandem. And with them bringing in Jesse Bates at safety, and I mean, I mentioned it last week, Grady Jarrett, Arnold Ibikidi. And they still have number eight overall. Could Jalen Carter still be there? Maybe Tyree Wilson. I doubt Will Anderson slides. Uh, this this trade to me opened up a lot of moves for the Falcons. I think before this trade, I had the Falcons penciled in taking a corner, whether that be Christian Gonzalez or Devin Witherspoon. Uh, now I can see the Falcons honestly doing anything. I could see them trading back. I could see them taking an offensive lineman. I could, uh, honestly, I could see them taking a wide receiver and loading up that offense for, I mean, it's Taylor Heineke and Desmond Ritter this year, but for when they do try to get their quarterback of the future, having this loaded roster ready to go. Uh, the move that I like, sneaky move, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think that would be fun. I think he's the number one receiver in this draft. Pairing him up in the slot with Drake London on the outside. You still have Kyle Pitts. Uh, it would be a very good offensive group outside of the quarterback. But uh, great move for the Falcons. Uh, from the Lions side, though, kind of a weird move. I thought Jeff Okuda had a solid year. Definitely the best year of his career. Um, it saves them $5 million in cap. I doubt that was the reason why they made the move. But this tells me that the Lions really like one of the corners in this draft. And they're going to go out and get them. I think Devin Witherspoon is that guy. Uh, I think it's a toss-up of who's cornerback number one between him and Christian Gonzalez. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be... Again, I think the Lions can go anywhere. But now with... No real surefire corner on the roster. Uh, I mean, who is their corner to? Let me look that up. 
Right. They signed Cam Sutton this offseason, uh, Emmanuel Mosley also, and Chase Lucas, who I think was a rookie last year. Maybe he was in his sophomore year. Uh, I can't find that. Either way, uh, there is a hole at cornerback on that team. I still think the Lions are picking a defensive player no matter what, but... Uh, I'm interested to see what Jeff Akuda can do in a new situation and wishing him all the best. Uh, we have some front office news. After being a part of the Broncos front office for over a decade now, uh, John Elway is no longer a part of the Broncos organization. I feel like this was a tough move for many people in the Broncos organization because, I mean, He's John Elway. He won you Super Bowls. He's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. He's a legend in Denver. But (laughs) him in the front office, he was bad. I know they won a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, but I don't really give him that much credit. I think they got Peyton Manning very luckily. I mean, Peyton just chose to sign there, and that defense was great. But that was the only move that I can be like, that was a good move by John Elway. (laughs) Everything other than that, piss poor. Like, Brock Osweiler, garbage. Uh, Drew Locke, garbage. Uh, Paxton Lynch, garbage. They could never figure out the quarterback situation past Payton. So, I, I mean, I think this was a long time coming, especially with new ownership now there uh yeah i think john elway is officially done with any office role in football for the foreseeable future anyways so uh moving on uh we got some miami dolphins news tyree kill said that he will retire after his contract is done that puts him i think there's three years left on his deal and honestly I'm fine with it. So he said that he's going to retire and, you know, he has to have a life past football and there's so many other things and obviously he doesn't want his body to break and all that stuff. Um, But then he said after that if Miami were to reach out, give him a call, like whatever, that he might stay. Either way, he's going to retire a Miami Dolphin. I absolutely love that. Uh, The reason that I'm okay with him walking away after this contract Tyreek Hill is obviously getting paid a shit ton of money. And you know who's going to be making a shit ton of money in three years' time? Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle is going to be our new Tyreek Hill post-Tyreek. So get Tyreek off the books. Give that money to Waddle. You can probably split up the money. I mean, the cap's all fake anyways. So I'm okay with. I mean, I know for a fact that our Super Bowl window is these next two years while uh, while Tua is still on his rookie deal. So I'm all good with it. I take that news is Tyreek Hill will finish his career as a Miami Dolphin, and I am happy with that. Uh, a few unfortunate NFL news items. Uh, Joe Mixon was recharged with av- aggravated menacing. Uh Basically, he pointed a gun at a motorist. Uh, This happened in January, and the new evidence found. So he is now going to trial, court, whatever. Uh, I think that happened 
today or yesterday. Obviously, I have no news or I would be telling you right now. But not good for Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, who has already had off-field trouble while he was... I mean, this was before the NFL. I don't think I have to tell you what he did because it was awful. Um... I don't know what the Bengals do. I don't know if Mixon will get suspended. He probably will. Obviously, P. Ryan is gone. There's tons of running backs available still on the market, but uh, not great for the Bengals, who, I mean, they've relied on Joe, Joe Mixon so heavily the la- these last two years. Last year, not so much, but he's still a productive back for them. So we'll see what happens there. Uh Another off-field incident, uh, former NFL player Alden Smith has been sentenced to 12 months in jail for a felony DUI charge. Uh, Alden Smith is one of the biggest what-if stories in the NFL. I mean, he had 19 and a half sacks for those uh, early 10s Niners defenses. He was absolutely phenomenal, but just couldn't couldn't get his head straight off the field and I mean it's tough when you're suspending a guy and getting him away from all the structure that he's had it sucks I mean it comes to a certain point where you have to blame yourself and yourself being Alden Smith uh but yeah it's just it's sad it's sad to see someone who had so much talent just kind of throw it away uh Hopefully this gets him right. I mean, he was in the league playing with the Cowboys a couple years ago, and he had a good year. Uh, it just sucks. It, it it sucks to see that happen to anyone. Um, but yeah, hopefully in a year from now, head on his shoulders and he'll be on the straight and narrow. Obviously, I think football is out of the question for him for the rest of his life, but uh, hopefully he gets better. Uh Next news up, uh, this is some NCAA football news, but it involves former NFL coach Cliff Kingsbury uh, finally done traveling in Southeast Asia. He decided to take a job. He is finally going to USC after taking that head coaching job all those years ago. I guess that would have been 2019? 2019 he agreed and then he went to the Cardinals and then the rest is history. Uh, But yeah, he agreed to become the senior offensive analyst at USC. Um, We'll see if Caleb Williams has an incredible down year now because of this. Uh, I doubt he does. Uh, I do give Cliff Kingsbury some credit in college. He has worked with some absolute great QBs. Uh, I mean, he was at Texas A&M with Johnny Manziel. Uh, when he was there, he was obviously Patrick Mahomes' head coach at Texas Tech. Uh, not not as notable of the name, but Case Keenum, journeyman, quarterback. Uh, he was his coach in college, too, when Case Keenum was putting up absolutely absurd numbers. So uh, we'll see what Kingsbury does. I think he's more suited for the college game than he is uh, the NFL. So, Yeah. Let's see what USC does. I mean, between Cliff and Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams is destined to be first overall based off the other quarterbacks that those two have worked with. And last uh, last note, last news, 
Aaron Rodgers is still not a New York Jet. It has been, I want to say, over a month now since he was supposed to be a Jet. That trade still hasn't happened. The draft is quickly approaching. I have no idea what the plan is for them. Uh, Every passing day, it gets funnier and funnier to me. And I hope it just ends up with Aaron Rodgers retiring, done with the bullshit. Uh, I don't know. It's just funny that it hasn't happened at this point. I still think it will happen, but until it does, I can just poke fun and laugh every time. Yeah. Rodgers should be a New York Jet, man. He is still a Green Bay Packer. It is funny to me. Okay, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, As I was saying at the start, I want this to get better. It's a process. Again, after my Europe trip, I will be giving it my all. Uh, Next week's episode, since I do have a bit of a normal schedule again, I will be doing a final mock draft. I will have people on to discuss the draft, give kind of a full first round idea what we think people can do I don't know if we're gonna have trades or not but yeah I'm excited god I was talking with one of my friends today and this is the first time I will be missing the NFL draft in a decade I think the first one that I fully watched was in 2013 when Miami traded up the third overall and I was like oh my god are we gonna draft Lane Johnson to be our right tackle you know, future Hall of Famer Lane Johnson. And no, we drafted Dion Jordan, one of the biggest busts of this century. Um, and yeah, that was the first draft I watched. And now 10 years later, I will be in Europe missing the draft. The Dolphins don't have a first round pick. So lucky me, I don't have to sweat about it. A lot of other teams do. I will say it is funny to see Chu go so hard into the draft this year because that's what he should be excited about. He should be excited about the draft because playoff football is a thing of the past for the Patriots. Had to get one shot in there. Uh, But that'll do it for this episode. If you've liked this, I'm going to say please like, share, retweet, subscribe, even though I'm not posting on YouTube right now. That will be coming soon enough. But if you've liked this, just please share it to everyone you know. Trying to grow, trying to get better every day. And... Yeah, I guess that'll do it. Peace.